0: Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shearer, founder and CEO of Tribal Knowledge Podcasting, and my guest is Emily Burrows, VP of Marketing at BGSF. Emily, it's nice to see you again.
1: So nice to see you again, Jeremy. Thank you for having me.
0: You are very welcome. So tell us about BGSF.
1: BGSF, we are a publicly traded workforce solution provider. And so that what does that mean? We provide jobs to our clients. And so we have about 9,000 clients across the U.S. And in this past year, we've put 30,000 people to work. And so, you know, we are really focused on getting people to work and, and focusing on that. Um, one of my favorite quotes, and I actually have a prop is from our CEO that everything starts with a job. And I think that that, including with everything that we're talking about, the art and science of audience engagement, it comes back down to who, who you're getting in front of. But with BGSF, mm-hmm. it's a very wide variety. We have three different divisions. And one is professional, one is light industrial, and the other is real estate. And so you have warehouse workers to CFOs to lawn keepers. So it's a very diverse sector that we are putting to work. But our overall goal at BGSF is to connect people with opportunities that really help them fulfill their overall mission.
0: Okay. Well, that's awesome. And especially valuable today when there are like millions of job openings and and so many people quitting jobs and just like the whole world of, of work is in turmoil especially if you're a business looking for quality candidates
1: 100 percent, and that is one of the things that we are really focused on in helping our clients find the right people for those jobs mm-hmm. when people aren't out there to work and um, that it that's a that's an ongoing challenge
0: yeah no doubt now in terms of marketing you guys market to as you as you just were describing you have sort of these very very diverse audiences and you know another way to think of it is you're marketing to people looking for jobs and to the employers who are hoping to find those people right so right. that that adds even more complexity so those are two very different audiences and you also publish a lot of content on your website success stories blog posts news white papers and and, and other things so My question is, how do you keep your overall tone and feel consistent across all of these different audiences and different kinds of content? Like, what's your strategy for doing that?
1: That is a great question, Jeremy, because with 13 brands and all of the different audiences that we have, and you nailed it, we have our count, our candidates, which are our talent. Then we also have our clients, but then we also have the our current active employees that we are putting mm-hmm. on the job. And with any communication plan, you know that you, you have to know the audience. You have to understand where and who you're talking to. So really my my way of thinking is we there's there's three keys to success with this first of all it's being intentional you're just not producing content to produce content what's the why behind that blog post what's the why behind that case study and how can you how can you produce valuable information that the talent is looking for or the 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 client is looking for where at the same time you can produce an item like a salary guide and that is Useful to both the talent and the client, because mm-hmm. as you can imagine, people in the workforce today, it's hard to um, get people to work. But at the same time, what we're finding is we're also educating our clients on the value of our talent and how, you know, you might have to look at the salary. You might, and so the salary guide is a great area for our clients, but then you also have education for our candidates and talents, kind of just giving them a ballpark of where they should be. So that's first, you have to be intentional in knowing your, and what is the purpose, the why behind everything. Mm -hmm. Second, you really have to start with the end in mind. You have to think of, okay, well, what is my overall goal? Start from there. And you kind of work backwards of just writing it down and writing notes. And it's not necessarily thinking of candidates or clients at the time. It's my overall goal is to produce interview tips. And then from there, you then can have two different segments of content. You have interview tips that is educational to your candidates, but then you also have interview tip tips for your employers that are going to be interviewing. So there's two different sides, but it, you really have to start with the end in mind. What are you trying to get out of it? Back to the why and then the third you really have to know the tone of your brand. And I think there's there's a lot more into that these days with the whole cancel culture and the whole social socioeconomic infusion into work and life and the combination. But you have to know you have to know your brand and you have to be able to talk in a similar way but in two different people. So for instance, we have a forklift driver and we have a cybersecurity engineer. Those are two completely different people, but from a brand standard, we're going to be communicating them. And so th- that might be two different messages. So that goes back to the communication plan and really understanding the, the, the difference. And, you know, back to your question about the success stories. I mean, I've always heard that there's always two sides of the story there are and so with a success story you're not only showing your clients because in in general I would think of a success story you would use it for business development purposes mm-hmm. and you would show your client you know here was the problem here was the action here was the solution and here was the outcome and so you would show them the the start to end and that is information that they're interested in However, on the candidate side, you just rethink it, you twist it, because there's two sides to every story. This opportunity is an opportunity where you would get to work with X. See it in live action. See this opportunity in this manner and how, how you can kind of go from there. So, you know, I I think, so being intentional, starting from the end, and knowing your tone are key, especially when you're managing a huge enterprise with 13 different brands and a multitude of different audiences.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love love all that. You said so many great things and you know in a way it all really comes down to and this is the first thing you mentioned, really knowing your audience, mm-hmm. right? And your audience is. So, I mean, a follow-up question is how do you get to know an audience as well as you need to? Let's say for you the you know the the employers What, and there are all kinds of different ways to do this, but how do you get to know what's going to really connect with them?
1: I think for one, you can survey. Surveys are huge. And even just a social survey out there in the world, but being more intentional on actually surveying your current team members to know what they're looking for, because the people that might be filling their shoes might be interested in the same thing. I think in the in the digital marketing world these days, you have so many resources. If you're not using them, they're being taken for granted such as Mm -hmm. your website and what is the keyword search and what are people actually looking for. And if you're doing any Google ads, you can easily set up a campaign to see, okay, well, here's what I, here's what I think it should be. Then the next day you go back and you're like, Oh, they're not searching for porters. They're searching for housekeepers and you reevaluate the wording on, on your actual ad to get the right people in the door. Because, you then step back and you think of the candidate. Well, what are they? They might not know what they're looking for. And especially especially in today's world where mm-hmm. people are just looking for change. They're they're looking for a mental break. It's all about, you know, your mental health. It's all about how how can the employer empower you. But you know, keywords and really looking at the dynamics of what people are doing on your website, what are they engaging with on your social media? you have, if you're producing this content, you have to evaluate it to then put together a plan for your next step of action.
0: Okay. So now we mentioned before that, of course, we're famously in the midst of what we're calling the great resignation, so-called, with millions of Americans and maybe people around the world leaving their jobs and leaving employers kind of scrambling to find employees, right? It's all over the news. So, how has this situation affected your engagement strategy and tactics?
1: Well, I think for one, the great resignation just term in general has so many different meanings. It has, you know, the great reckoning, the great restructuring, the great recognition, the great realization, the great reshuffle. So I think that even goes back to, okay, well, what what is actually happening and why is it happening? And if you step back and look at it, it's, it's really the overall work life balance. And, you know, you you have your millennials and your gins, your Gen Zs, they're, they're taking shame out of the game. And they're, they're forcing companies to put their money where their mouth is and to stop and look at their foundation. What is their corporate social responsibility? What are their values? How is this impacting the earth? And really, what, what are, what is the pay? Is that equal pay? salary guide, good to help you know what are the benefits and how how do you manage that and you know when it when it comes to marketing just in general specifically in the the great resignation or the great restructuring or whatever you want to call it i think it is so important to be real with in today's technology you get so lost in ai you get lost in oh is that a bot or is that not and it comes back to you know it's not it's not really about b to b or b to c it's about human to human. what's the relationship between us and you know that's why you know with bgsf Our recruiters, they have a relationship with our candidates and our talent and our business development people. They have a relationship with our client because we want both to be successful. And at the end of the day, you know, you kind of asked this earlier with the what's our target audience. It really is about the target audience versus the quote unquote persona that Mm. I mean, three years ago we went through a brand strategy and yes, we got great personas, but those personas have changed. And I think that's the most important thing in marketing, just in general, the, the agility to shift a mindset in, in that kind of quadrant. And so with what we are, how our, how we have really accomplished shifting our engagement strategy and tactic is First and foremost, we've been on this three-year IT roadmap. This whole IT roadmap is concentrated on the experience of our our candidate, of their journey. And so that goes from website, that goes to apply, that goes to onboarding. It, it, I mean, it hits every facet. It goes from payroll to billing. How, how do they submit their time card? Every place that you touch, that's what right now we as a company have invested a lot of money in with the roadmap to, to really pay attention to our bones and our foundation and get that experience right. And secondly, we've also really invested in our teams. One thing that is hot on the market is continuing education and how can you continue it? How can you continue to grow into a different position? But we have a series called, and I mentioned to, I mentioned it to you the first time we spoke, but sharpen your sword. And it's really about, and it's just an employee driven, basically webinar seminar that has all different topics of what are your best practices? How can we mentally be prepared to go into this? And it's, it's different people every week, but the purpose of it, and we have about 150 to 200 people attend every single session. They are recorded. They then take that, and that ripples into their job, and that really becomes a part of how they operate. So, you know, training for your teams is so important. And then the last thing, thirdly, I would say that from what we've adjusted from this great resignation is we've paused, what what are we producing we are now really being intentional of the content and the resources that we're trying to provide to our different audiences, like what is valuable to them. Back to kind of the previous question, you have to have the end game in mind when, when you're developing your content for your engagement that then affects your experience. So you can kind mm-hmm. of see this ripple effect in marketing and, and how that all intersects.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what's the most interesting or maybe surprising thing that you've learned about engaging an audience over the past few years?
1: You know, I think the the largest one is you always hear content is king. I don't believe content is king. I believe data is king because yeah. in order to have a strategy, in order to take your game to the next level, you have to know what people are doing. Just back to kind of what we were talking about, the intentionality and knowing your audience and knowing who you're talking to and looking at what people are actually clicking on, on your website, that's huge. And I think that companies these days have so much data that they don't even know what to do with. Hmm. And so when you're in marketing, that's the challenge in the sense of, I want to push and get more data so then we can more data in the sense of that that I actually have access to to then be able to understand, oh well, we have this many job openings in this market, and we can we can strategize and have an actual strategy in in, in front of, oh, I just assumed that happened. You know, when you're when you're thinking about even just how you build growth within your company, it all comes back down. To data and within audience, it, it, I mean this. The session is called the art and science of audience. Of uh, uh, yes, the art and science of audience engagement. Mm-hmm. I really think it's more of the art and science of audience experience. Mm-hmm because it goes back to what are they actually feeling and guess what in the marketing world your experience that affects your your reputation management that that affects your your google scores that that affects anything that you touch and how people actually view you and yeah i think that data data is king these days and that's one thing that companies really have to evaluate what are what are we gathering today what what could we be gathering because cookies don't exist anymore mm-hmm. like what could we be gathering to get the customized information in front of the people that we're trying to get in front of
0: wow there, there's a so much great <laughs> stuff there i don't even know what to say <laughs> we could do a whole other we could just keep on going or we could do a whole other episode just on and that data is king not content really really super interesting well, I think I'll have to have you back on the show so we can talk just more more I would about love that. To there, join
1: you again, yeah,
0: yeah. There's so much to unpack, but for now, though, I'm going to let you go because you've you've given us so much of your time. So, Emily, thank you so much for those insights for a great conversation.
1: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you asking me, and I hope that the listeners have some tidbits to take away.
0: That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe.